Welcome to the IESA Podcast. My name is Jason Neville, and I serve as Director of Social Media and Publications. Today, we're going to discuss a new IASA initiative, the Elevate Women in Leadership Cohort for Female Superintendents. My guests are the three facilitators of Elevate, Dr. Courtney Orzel, IESA Associate Director of Professional Development, Dr. Carrie Gruby, Superintendent of O'Fallon CCSD Number 90, and Dr. Crystal Johnson-Maiden, Superintendent of Rossville Alvin CUSD Number 7. Uh, Dr. Rozelle, I'll start with you. Can you just provide a bit of an overview of what uh, Elevate will be? Sure, Jason. Well, Elevate is going to be a life-changing experience. That's what Elevate is going to be. And I'm so excited that we have Crystal and Carrie to be our great counterparts with it. And ultimately, the Elevate Women in Leadership cohort is designed to support, recognize, elevate, and celebrate women in leadership and the overall profession of the superintendency. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Dr. Hurby, you know, we the, the registration's been open for a little bit. We've had definitely had some interest from superintendents. What would you kind of say to some fellow super, female superintendents who maybe is on the fence about uh, registering? Yeah, so, you know, I think one of the quotes that most resonates with me when we talk about Elevate is the quote that is, um, the mark of an extraordinary woman is not how she rises above the rest. It's a, how she reaches back to raise other women up. That, in essence, captures what this is about. So we're looking to not just network with one another, but then to elevate the superintendency as a whole, elevate our colleagues that are out in the field doing the good work every day, but being able to come together and then, you know, kind of asking the women in this group to take the next step to a state level leadership opportunity. Is there, you know, presentations that can be given or books that can be written or articles, um, legislation that can be um, drafted from this group? So kind of taking that next level, that elevating ourselves individually, but then one another as well and the profession. Yeah, Dr. Johnson Maiden. So I know you've been uh, involved in women leadership, uh, the different IASA women in leadership activities for several years now. Can you kind of just speak to how being involved in women in leadership has benefited you personally and professionally? Um, I look back to when I became superintendent starting in 2011 and how very different the environment was then versus now that we have women in leadership in place. Um, I felt very alone and by myself and like There was no one else who could relate to me because there weren't a lot of female superintendents. Um, And even the female superintendents that were within the state, we were spread so far out um, that we didn't often have times for a lot of connection. Um, So through Women in Leadership, we have been able to build those relationships um, and really form a cohesive bond that's allowed us to, for me personally, boost my confidence and build um, personal and professional relationships with females across the state. You know, I'm going to expand that question uh, to, to Dr. Rozelle and Dr. Ruby about, can you got each of you kind of speak to how uh, just being involved in different various women in leadership uh, initiatives have helped you grow personally and professionally? Go ahead, Carrie. Sure. So I agree that, um, you know, it's been so important to wrap around our female colleagues because we take a different perspective. Um, we, there are things that I think the female leaders um, in our 
in our association need. And it's above and beyond the, the level of, you know, making sure that we have competence. So ISA and our colleagues have been outstanding about helping us develop that competence and making sure that we know how to, you know, pass a levy, how to get it ready to go, how to make sure that we have the tools to, to establish a budget. But above and beyond that, even, I think our, our female colleagues need one another, need that support from one another, but need to build our confidence level too. And that has to do with, we know that the research says that, you know, building confidence is about promoting your own success and about having an ability to move on after a failure or perceived failure. I think this is a challenging position and we, um, you know, as women, we're empathetic. We want to please, we want to ensure that we're successful and building that confidence in women with each other and supporting each other is so, so important to our success. Yeah, I would echo both what Carrie and Crystal said. And I think uh, the baseline of foundation, women in leadership, all that we do, we need each other. We need each other in this work. The work is really important. The Women in Leadership Initiative in Illinois came about years ago, um, thinking back maybe five or six years ago. And Carrie and Crystal were actually part of the onset of that with Sarah Bocek, Dr. Clark, and a group of other women throughout the state. What I personally have experienced along that way is doing multiple academies relative to women in leadership. There's never been a time that we do something with women in leadership that women don't walk away and say, wow, I needed that. That's, I think, the power of what we need, because what Crystal's saying is resonating not only with me, but with other people who are listening right now. Starting the superintendency in and of itself, whether you are male or female, is hard and it's lonely. When you're a female in that world, it is even lonelier for many of us. And even though we're better right now, here's what I can tell you. I just sat and had lunch with someone who told me she was a new female superintendent, and she said, I felt so out of place. I felt so in place in other roles. I have felt out of place. And these are females coming into our profession right now, which is why we're doing what we're doing, to be able to provide support. Jason, I'll add to that too, that, um, you know, when we had this fall, we were fortunate to meet with, uh, during the fall conference, we were fortunate to meet with uh, a number of women, you know, in, in this position and female leaders who um, we asked them several questions. And some of those really, I think, resonate with why we're doing this work. We asked them what they fear. And their responses were, they, they fear appearing weak, not knowing enough, trying to be all to all, letting someone down. Um, someone told us that they feared not being liked or the public nature of this position and the angry people who come at um, superintendents when, when there's an issue that arises. So I think all of those together, when we had a conversation in the fall about, you know, we almost kind of scratched the surface of what those fears are that our, that our women in leadership have in this position and um, how to help support one another. So a cohort coming together and supporting one another and supporting our colleagues um, is something that is so needed based on that feedback that we received. Um, you know, there are some really difficult conversations and some really difficult um, issues that have to be addressed by the the superintendent. And it can be a very, as, as you know, Courtney said, it can be a very lonely position if you don't have the support of one another. And I think that's exactly why we need um, to have an Elevate cohort. Let's get into a little bit more of the specifics about what is planned during each of those sessions. 
one question, Dr. Zell, can you kind of talk a little bit about how Elevate will be, the sessions are going to be different from a typical women in leadership session, and then just kind of go into what, what is actually sort of on the agenda for those sessions? Yep. Great question. So number one, I think what's different is that sometimes when we do some of our women in leadership work, it's a one and done. So we're able to have lunch together. We'll have this particular academy together. This is designed to be a cohort, bringing a group of women together that not only will they be together during the cohort, but they will be with each other as this group. If you've ever experienced any of our IASA cohorts, we're able to bring people from all over the state together and they form a bond. Some of us have been part of other things and other cohorts throughout the state. And I think one of the most powerful pieces of that is that you will build friends for life and you build a network that really we need. So I think that's just in and of itself what will set it apart. We also know that there's national cohorts. One of the things that we love is that we think women in leadership is already really strong in the state of Illinois. This is just going to make it stronger. So let me go through some of the things that you can expect as far as the sessions. First of all, there will be various themes. Where are we at in the journey of our life? Um, we really need a toolbox for women. So how are we going to become comfortable sharing what we are and what we're not comfortable with in life and in our profession? How will we elevate ourselves? There will always be this theme of celebrating and elevating. As we know, sometimes we are our own worst enemies as females. We're plagued with self-doubt, perfectionism. So we're going to be able to talk about these things. But what is the elevation that whoever is in this cohort needs personally to grow not only personally, but professionally. So Carrie and Crystal already mentioned, maybe it's going on a podcast like we're doing today. Maybe it's writing an article, writing a book, being um, on stage presenting, going out and doing adjunct professorships. Maybe it's writing your dissertation. Maybe it's blogging. I don't know. But everybody has an individual interest. And I think that what you'll find with this cohort is that we're going to design for the collective group and also for individuals. There will be a self-care component. There will be ideas that we just give back to the profession. Our idea is not that we're going to just separate men and women. I think anybody that has done any women in leadership work in Illinois will tell you that men are critical to the success of women. So our idea is we're going to support all superintendents, and we have efforts that we've already designed to be able to do that. We're going to bring in great guest speakers it's going to be um, very personal. I think it will be intimate. I think it will be professional. It's going to make you better as a superintendent, as a female. It's going to make you better in your life. And ultimately, it's going to make you a stronger leader. So those are some of the things that you can expect being a part of the cohort. Yeah, let's get into a little bit more of the, the planning efforts for these sessions and kind of what that looked like. Can you... Uh... Dr. Ruby and uh, Dr. Johnson Maiden, can you talk a little bit about sort of designing these sessions and how you planned them? I think one of the things that we went into when we were designing and planning sessions and what this would look like, um, you know, it really the idea of a cohort supporting one another and being a, a strong unit to support in challenging times because we all face them. 
um, was the the key. But then in planning, we're really listening to the voices of our colleagues, our women in leadership that are out there doing the work. We gather that information. Here are the things that I'm struggling with. Not only things that Courtney has heard, but what we've heard through the the efforts that we've had so far. So far, we've had some excellent sessions over time. We've brought great resources and materials um, to our colleagues. But now it's to take this to the next level, and that's why we called it Elevate. We're taking it to the next level, this work that we've done as women in leadership. And so what are we hearing from the field? We're hearing that there um, are challenges in terms of um, fears and you know, how we address a, a failure or perceived failure, how we get up and pull ourselves out of that, because we have a lot of challenging work that we take on as superintendents and being there to support each other, but also getting those resources and then elevating um, our work through the next steps. What is your professional goal that you'd like us to help you with, one another to help you with um, and take it to that next level? Yeah, we just talked a little bit kind of about the, the process and the design. Let's talk a little bit about some of the results that uh, you hope to, to you will see. How do you think these uh, different sessions will help elevate sort of the leadership capacity of female superintendents who participate? I'm really, I love what Courtney said earlier about the intimate, strong, close bond and relationships. And that's really what I'm looking most forward to. I think that the confidence and all of the goals that we have will come directly as a result of building these relationships. Um, not only, you know, necessarily for this specific cohort, but for lifelong supports. Um, I think, you know, females are in need of those close connections that they can have forever. Um, and that's really what I'm most looking forward to. And in, in one of the, I think, shining moments of what will come from this cohort. You know, one of the descriptions we used in the kind of the blurb uh, was about confidence boosting. Uh, can you guys kind of speak to why it is important uh, to have confidence boosting uh, as part of the Elevate uh, Women in Leadership initiative? So the, there's actual research that would suggest that um, females hit peak confidence by age nine. And when you stop and you hear that statistic, I think that that's draw dropping. Um, the idea that by nine years old, that something in our life has occurred, which makes us feel as if we are not good enough um, and that we should possibly not be in the roles that we are in, whether um, it's going into high school or college or pursuing um, different areas of education. Um, and I think ending up as a superintendent um, for females, I think that's one of those areas. Then that's probably why we struggle sometimes with our confidence. Um, so having those other females to support each other and build each other up and having, you know, those sister superintendents behind you telling you, yes, you can do this. You are good enough. We need more of that. So I'll add to that, that, um, you know, often we, in our women in leadership, um, you know, the remote sessions that we have, we often ask people, how did you get to this role? And it's really interesting how many um, of our colleagues were tapped on the shoulder somehow. Someone said to you, I believe in you and I, and I think you can do this. I think what's interesting is that that tap on the shoulder, um, often we need that because, and maybe that's a confidence issue. You know, maybe it's a, I, I didn't know I could until someone tapped me on the shoulder. So this is our way of tapping our colleagues on the shoulder and saying, join us. You're ready to be elevate. You know, you're ready to be to that, to go to that next level. So I'd encourage anyone who's listening to even our, our male colleagues, you know, if they could tap someone on the shoulder and say, I think you'd be great at this elevate cohort. I think this is something that you should do. 
and to our female colleagues, because being tapped on the shoulder, if you know, you're kind of maybe questioning the confidence level, or if there's something that I'm not sure this is, this is something that I can do, um, you can. And so it's just needing that tap on the shoulder. And so many of us, that's how we got into this career. I don't know that at age nine, any of us said, I want to be a superintendent. Um, instead, I think we were, you know, looking at it as we grew into this career. If you look back, someone tapped you on the shoulder and said, I believe you can lead a school system, a dynamic school system. I believe you have the competence and the skills um, to be able to do that. So being able to tap someone on the shoulder right now to say, I think this is the next step for you in your career. That's what we're asking one another to do at this at this point. Dr. Rizal, let's kind of end. Uh, there's a can you tell everybody about when the deadline is for this and any other important information that they need to know about registering? Sure. So we're actually going to try to keep the deadline open through the joint annual conference because we will be hosting a women in leadership panel with seven incredible sitting superintendents in November in Chicago when we're at Triple I. And Carrie, Carrie Crystal and I will be facilitating and moderating that particular panel. So we already know that we have well over 100 women who are attending that event. And we also know that we have board presidents, vice presidents, board members who are attending with their superintendents. And we want an opportunity to be able to talk to people in person and continue to answer questions. So our goal at this point is to leave it open through then. We still have some slots available. Like Carrie and Crystal said, though, we've got to be able to reach out and talk to people. There are always going to be reasons that we need to stay in our district and not be able to network. It's going to take all of us to be able to tap people on the shoulder and say, hey, have you thought about this? You would be awesome. And sometimes it's the right time and sometimes it isn't. And we respect that. But we will continue to reach out to superintendents because we want women to support other women. We want women to be nice to other women. We want women to be cheerleaders for other females. And we think that joint annual conference is going to be another great event. So if you haven't registered for that, please get registered for that. But Jason, our intent would be that we would leave registration open until after that and then close it, notify the members of the cohort in early December, and then our cohort will be launching in February. It's going to be awesome. All right. Sounds good. A lot of great information there. Thank you for joining us on the ISA podcast. Thank, Thank you, Jason. Thank you.